know, pool together, the protocol is, is, uh, is very decentralized. And there's a lot of things that like fall under the category of like DeFi, quote unquote. Um, but they have a lot of, there's a wide variety of what that actually means. And, um, so I just did want to say like, you know, as it relates to, you know, if you have questions about like, oh, if I deposit to pool together, what are the risks to my funds? Or is there anyone who has access to those funds? Or is there any, any like multi-sig that has access to those funds? Things like that. Um, the answer to those things is no. But if you have those questions, obviously feel free to bring them up because there are other um, protocols where the answer to those questions is, is not no, it's yes. Um, so I kind of want to say that. And then the other thing I want to say real quick too is just, I, I do think it's a good it's a good time. And I feel like this is kind of happening. I'd be curious what you guys think. Um, just to be reminded that, you know, ideally this is a protocol that's going to be around for, you know, 50 years, a hundred years. And, um, you know, crypto moves so fast, it's easy to get caught up in, in whatever sort of is like the, the trendiest idea of the moment. But, um, but, uh, yeah, but, but we don't, we don't want to get caught up in that. We want to make sure that like the decisions we're making are things that are like really long-term aligned with, with the mission of the protocol. And, um, that also reminds me, I know MK, like MK started a while ago working on like the sort of the, the protocol mission. And, and I think we all like know that, but it'd be great to articulate that. So anyway, that, that's, that's all I had to say. I just wanted to sort of like um, comment a little bit on just everything that's been going on this week and, and share uh, um, a little perspective or, or a little encouragement for all of us to just be a good reminder for all of us just to be always prioritizing like long-term thinking and security and, and all that. For sure. And just two things to mention real quick. I started the recording already. And then two, since this is a stage, if anybody wants to talk, they have to raise their hand. And we're trying this out. So if you want to talk now or you know you're going to be talking later, you can already raise your hand and we'll bring you up here. So that it's a nice smooth transition when you do want to have a conversation. Thank you for that, Andy. Um, yeah, so Loiter and Sean, um, let's kick it off with you um, because I know you had a just quick update on the marketing group, which is posted on the forum. But uh, yeah, we'd love to hear, hear it from you. Yeah, hey, everybody. Um, so yeah, quickly, I was actually expecting uh, more questions about the, the Gov post. And so I'd suggest to Leighton that we could, we could take five minutes to kind of address any questions that are unanswered on the Gov post. But it seems as though, I mean, at least so far, the voting is, is going well, which is, which is excellent and very encouraging. Thank you all. Um, and so uh, unless, it, it, the, I'll, I think we just take this opportunity to say, first of all, if you haven't posted uh, or voted or, or have any incremental thoughts to what we've posted, please go and do so. We're going to keep the, uh, the GovPost active until Monday when the marketing working group will meet again. Uh, and assuming that we remain in this level of positivity, we will take that as a mandate to, to move forward and start to organize <coughs> into the four subgroups mentioned in the, in the GovPost. Uh, and also, uh, if anybody who wants to participate in the marketing working group has not done so yet, please fill out the uh, the type form. Uh, I'm sure that uh, I can find it and, and jump it in and drop it in the in the chat here, but or anyone else can, because um, there's lots of opportunity for everyone to contribute, and there's lots of uh, lots of great skills that already exist in the community. So, uh, unless there are any questions uh, specifically about um, what's there, then, um, you know, please fill out the form. And if you would like to join us, join us on Monday at two o'clock, um, because that is when we are going to officially kick off and, uh, and, and, uh, quote unquote, elect leaders of all the subgroups and get people into different committees. So, um, so yeah, uh, I can pause for a second, see if anyone wants to, is, gonna, is typing because Andy and Torgan are typing, I see, but otherwise I can be quiet and we can keep going. I scared Torgan away. Sorry, Torgan. <laughs> wait, actually, do we have a thread? Sorry for this phone for this call. Where where are they typing? Oh, wait. Yeah, do we have a, a written thread? Oh, there we go. Somehow I missed that. If anybody needs a written thread, I'll, is it posted in general chat? Oh, yeah, let's post it there. Hey, Andy, great question. Uh, there is not an estimated amount of funding already. We know that uh, we know uh, from the uh, from the initial uh, gov post that we put in the the doing the brand work 
um, and do, doing the brand work, uh, generating personas, uh, doing the landscape audit, uh, and then ultimately uh, and journeys and whatnot, you know, is anywhere from fifty to one hundred thousand dollars. We're going to break that up into sub uh, into sub tasks and and uh, and then go th so that there's smaller requests on a one-off basis that we can deliver results, show the community what's going on, and kind of everyone say yes, this is worthwhile. We want to keep investing in this. Um, and then all of the sub projects uh, that are there, like for example, the um, the Valentine's Day delegation campaign that's that's already been approved uh, and is already well underway. Uh, as well, um, we haven't put at a cost in terms of building the UX uh, that that Chris K has initiated, um, but that honestly is more of a question, you know, as we work with Brendan and PT Inc to identify. So, you know, generally, you know, from for, to at least to get started in the initial project, um, we're, you know, we still like, you know, we'll obviously cost save as much as we can, but we're breaking it up into exactly much more of a staged approach for each objective. And then ultimately the idea is once we hit, uh, once we start to hit, you know, deliverables and scale and get everybody comfortable, um, with what's with mar what the marketing group is, is achieving, will then come towards and comes towards more of a uh, you know a, an autonomous budget that the community can invest in and start to understand what's scalable, what what how we can start to achieve the scalable growth that we all want. All right. Uh, good, good, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's always, um, you know, we've talked about this before, like how usually like when we get down to like actual votes on things, almost everyone's voting yes, because there's been a lot of great discussion, right? And I mean, it's it's obviously not a lot of questions, but that's because, you know, this has been being discussed for, I don't know how long, but at least a month now. Um, so it's awesome that we've gotten to a place where there are no questions because we're all aligned. So it's awesome. Um, yeah, it's a it's okay. a journey that we're all on, and we're we look forward to continuing on it and taking the next steps. Yeah, so um, yeah, so last week uh, TRK had put together a contributor happiness uh, survey, and so um, TRK's been working this week on um, on uh, kind of uh, what's the word P putting the results together. And so um, I think he's going to give a quick update, not a full update, but there'll, there'll be a full update, I think, next week in terms of publishing all the data and, and a summary of all the results. But um, yeah, Tiark, do you want to give any quick update right now? Um, yeah, I can. I can. I actually um, prepared a little, little graphic, um, which I will post in the chat shortly. Um, overall, let me, let me just head to my notion. Overall, the results were, were good. Um, it's a 7.7 .7 out of 10 points. Um, I'm working on a, on a big write-up. I want to make sure I look at everything and um, take my time and not do any, any fast, um, how you say it, uh, any wrong assumptions. So I'm working at this on on this. I've sent it um, to Lonza as well to have a look with me. And next week I will um, release a full report with all the results. We had 36 responses, and let me just put it in the chat. Yeah, let's get that that uh, thing you created in the chat. A graphic. Um, yeah, got me on the wrong feet here. One second. <laughs> there we go. Oh, nice. So pretty. This is beautiful. Yeah, also put put in a zip file. Um, I'm not sure if you can see the full quality on there. If everything's readable, or if Discord taking something of that, yeah, that's a, that's that's a rough overview about the full results. But um, yeah, there will be a written report with it as well, following next week. So we didn't do this 
just just for fun. Um, yeah, I want to actually work with the results and share them with you and see what you think and see where are the areas where we can improve our DAO. Um, where do we need to where do we need to look closer? Um, what do what do we have figured out already? And I think a lot of this survey um, just confirms also the other internet report that shows we have a strong governance, we have a great community, um, but we're growing and we got to work on that. Awesome. <clears throat> well, this is very good. Uh, very good start. And um, yeah, we'll look forward to the whole report. But it's awesome to just click through these graphics and see. Was there anything that surprised you from the data you found? Um, nothing that surprised me. Um, there were some correlations where you could see a lot of the very bad ratings come from the same persons and it looks um the really strong opinions on the negative side they are they are focusing on emotions rather than on rational um things because the people with the most strong negative opinions usually didn't put any comments didn't have anything to say what we could do better. Um, so I think those are rather emotional. And if we take out the three strongest opinions, it would all look really beautiful. Yeah, that's too bad, because I think those negative opinions would probably be the most valuable feedback for us to get. So if that's if anyone yeah. is on this call that gave negative feedback, I think it would be very really valuable if you could uh like share some more details on why you feel that way. But yeah, that is something um yeah, I hope we I hope from the data I'll be able to work out some questions. Um to ask, so just, just to clarify, you're not you're not removing the negative data, right? No, no, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, it's all in there. Um, it's just what I thought looking at it because the most negative opinions didn't leave comments. Oh yeah, so but, yeah. yeah, so what? Yeah, what you're saying is the people it, who put the most negative like point rankings didn't actually leave written comments. Yes. Gotcha. So that's why it looks emotional to me. Um, the rational opinions provided feedback. But yeah, that's, that's it about, about the, um, the happiness survey so far. Awesome. Um, well, thanks for that update. We can keep cruising then. Um, yeah, thank you, thank you for uh, for working on that, Tiark. This is this is going to be really good, and I'm 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 excited to do it. Like we were talking about, like do it again in like three months or something or six months and see how it changes. Um, <clears throat> well then, let, yeah, let's keep uh, keep going through the agenda here. So the other big thing is the new prize distribution vote passed, um, and so the uh, yeah, so the so the prize distribution has been updated. Um, I think the high level for the updates is it is a lot less total prizes, but that is primarily because um, the $1 prize tier was eliminated. Um, that was something that was discussed a lot on, on whether or not it was a good idea, but um, uh, yeah, it, it, it pretty clearly won out in the vote. So um, if you hear people or if yourself, you see that like your odds of winning a prize have gone down, it's because, it's because of that. Um, uh, but on the upside, there is, uh, there is there are still a lot of prizes every day. I think over a thousand, or right, right at a thousand, and um, and uh, and there and you know you'll when you do when you do win a prize. I think the smallest prize now is ten dollars, if I'm not mistaken. So they are uh, are larger. 
So that is now in place. So obviously it'll just be, oh no, sorry, it's $5, not 10. Um, <clears throat> so obviously um, it will be great to, uh, to monitor that, to see what the impact is. I think, you know, as we discussed a lot this week, we really ultimately should have like a full, the full kind of team that's just uh, dedicated to analyzing how do we have the most uh, effective distribution of interest. Um, but right now, we, we don't have that right now. We just have the um, uh, sort of what what our intuition is. So anyways, that that's live. Um, I will pause there. Any questions on, on the prize distribution or anything else been talked about? And again, you are welcome to come up on stage if you want to. Um, and I should also ask, okay, yeah. So then that was the prize distribution. The next thing is um, prize tracker. So someone in the community created a new prize tracker telegram bot. So if you wanna get notifications when you've won without uh, checking the website, you can do that now. So the, the link to that is, um, actually I'll just, I'll just repost it. The link to that's right here. Um, so I actually signed up for it, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, we should also have that for Discord. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's a nice thing to know about this live. Also, I'm just responding to this question I see. Is the total prize amount affected or just the distribution rankings? Yes, the total prize amount has been reduced. So um, yeah, so there, there's less total prizes every day. So for those of you, again, who, who may be unaware, the, the prize distributions for the first 100 prizes that have happened were all, um, have all been at least partially subsidized by the uh, by the treasury, and um, me meaning the amount of the amount given away is more than the interest that accrues on the deposits, um, and that has continued to be true. Um, that does continue to be true with this new distribution. The amount being given away is more than in than the interest, which means that um, at least mathematically speaking, a deposit and pool together will always give you more yield than um, Ave or um, the underlying yield source. At least, um, obviously there's variance there, but mathematically speaking, that's true. Um, so yes, it has been, there is less total prizes, but it is still more, it is still quite substantially more than what you would get about three X more than what you would get from um, using like Ave directly. Good question though. Any other questions on that? Um, awesome. So those are the big updates. There's been a lot of stuff in the governance uh, happening, including, uh, you know, Brave New DeFi. I don't know if you want to say anything. You obviously wrote up a really nice post um, that I think is going to take a take some digesting and will generate a lot of discussion. But you wrote it up this morning. Um, that's one of the highlight posts. The loitering Sean, loitering Gorilla uh, wrote up a marketing group post, which we've already talked about. So we won't talk about that too much. But uh, Brave New DeFi, do you want to say anything about uh, the post you wrote up? Sure, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it a little bit. Um, my, my main thing is I know that we've been talking a lot about pool tokenomics. And at this point, I think, in my opinion, the number one priority is growth. Growth in TVL, and I think one part of that is looking at yield sources to see if we can find something that meets within our um, tolerance for risk. Um, you know, something I've been thinking a lot about in Stable lately since it uses the same yield sources that, that we use. Um, and, there, you know, there's, since the underlying is relatively the same, there's just that one layer of composability. It also would give us a little bit more freedom in having maybe blended deposits into one prize pool. But getting back to the point of talking about tokenomics, I think at this point, we're all trying to figure out how do we drive more value to the pool token. And I think the fundamental approach to doing that is making v4 uh, a bigger success than it already is so driving growth to that um the two things in my mind are attracting more depositors i think some of that is finding ways to onboard people who may not are already be active in DeFi instead of trying to kind of compete within the same market um like everyone else is currently doing i think that we should be kind of like the passport into DeFi, and i think the other one is looking at yield sources to try and reduce the amount of TVL we need to achieve over time. Um, I've talked a little bit about 
relative levels of TVL versus um, TVL on, on each network. Talked a little bit about the amount of USDC that's on Polygon versus the amount that's in pool together um, and some of these things. But I think just talking a little bit about the VE model, because I know a lot of people have talked about that being this ideal model to follow. And it doesn't necessarily within it create and drive value for the token itself. Curve has been successful because they have the, the least amount of slippage on stablecoin swaps. They've created a niche for themselves in the market. We are still working on that and we are still doing that. And I think we're doing a really excellent job. Um, but at this point, again, like growth is, is the number one thing. I think from there we can start talking about tokenomics. But I think, in my opinion, the main priority is how do we achieve growth and what are some measurable outcomes that we can set to hit whatever objective it is that, that we're trying to reach um, in the next, could be the next quarter, two quarters, year, um, whatever. So I just kind of want to create a discussion uh, around that. Yeah, I think that's really good. And I think um, one thing you were just touching on that I think is really important is that, you know, at least for me, like tokenomics, it's not, I think it's not, it does not mean price, <laughs> right? Like improving the tokenomics does not mean anything about the price of the pool token. I think to me, what it means is how do, how is the pool token distributed in the most effective way to drive growth for the protocol and decentralization? And I think the decentralization of course has already been, already been done. Like at this point, you know, basically half or a little more than half of all pool tokens have already been distributed. So from a decentralization perspective, the protocol is already decentralized. And so, um, yeah, I, I think it's just a really important that we're, we're focusing on what you're talking about, which is, you know, how do we, how do we, how do we, um, broadly speaking, how do we grow the protocol? And then how does the, the pool token fit into that growth? Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think we don't want to get into sh short sighted things. Um, so I definitely appreciate that. I think it's a great, uh, you did a great, um, or I obviously put a ton of time into that. So that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, if anyone, we'll probably want to mostly continue that discussion on the forum, but uh, just wanted to bring that up. Also, we're having a good discussion about Pooley, the bot. And so if you do want to get notifications um, and things like that in, in Discord, you can use the Pooley bot and you can DM the Pooley bot. If you DM the Pooley bot, TRK, does it automatically send you back that list? Um, no, you set, You need to DM Pooley help. Two words, Pooley help, and it will DM you a whole list of commands. The commands All and right. DMs are different than on the server a bit. So DM Pooley help. I actually just have one question about what Brave New DeFi was saying. Um, do we, like, uh, I, the hypothesis makes sense to me, and I am aligned to it, that, you know, TVL growth will ultimately lead to pool token growth, um, and that should be our, or, or, or you know, um, prize growth, like total amount of prizes or total value of prizes distributed will ultimately lead to pool token growth. Um, but do we know definitively, like, has anyone looked back at correlative events um, in regards to previous pool price to see what has spiked it and, and dropped it. Um, because there might be, there might not be, and again, correlation doesn't imply causation, but there might be some insight there as to like what the market values beyond what we, our gut says is. is the strongest try to try to understand movements in the price I'm way down from their all-time highs right now 
So, so you're saying like, it's almost like the hypothesis that there's like a base value and then there's like a baked in value into DeFi as a whole. So as, as optimism for DeFi increases, then full token price increases. That's, I mean, again, very logical hypothesis, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. And I think the other thing too, like, I guess that was sort of the point I was just trying to make is like the goal, uh, like the, the intention of, of, of working on this is not like to say, how do we affect the price of the pool token? The intention of working on this is to say, how do we grow the protocol? And, um, and that's that, that I think like first and foremost, because if, if, if like, there's all sorts of crazy things people can do to try and make tokens go <laughs> prices go. And we've seen all sorts of, experimentation on that in the DeFi space, but I think where Pool Together has stood apart for a long time is really focusing on, um, on you know, creating the, a secure, valuable, and by valuable, I guess I mean like a useful utility in the, in the protocol itself. So I do think, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that would be like an interesting question to look at, but I think, I, I guess my interpretation of Brave New DeFi's post was more about like, let's focus on like growing the protocol. Um, that's the that's the primary focus. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That makes sense. Like again, if we if we kind of pick like say like oh total amount of prizes distributed or total value of prize distributed, as long as we're as long as that's growing, then we have a healthy protocol that can last. And then you know let the tokenomics sort themselves out, or we can focus on tokenomics once we get there. It makes complete sense to me. I'm I'm just I just I get a sense that there's a lot of people here that are that that you know. Obviously, we want the pool price to go up, but pool price goes up when the protocol gets healthier. So I think that makes sense as well. I'm just, yeah, it was just a question. Uh, my last comment, because I, Leighton, I do agree with you quite a bit on the end goal for, for pool tokens, right? Like determining the most efficient way to distribute emissions and to align um, contributors and participants within the community and the protocol. Um, and give them some power. I think the one thing about DeFi that is maybe overlooked is the value of governance in and of itself. I think, I mean, pull together is rad, right? We all agree that um, it's a really great model. It makes sense. It's a wonderful business model, and we just need to grow that out and then, you know, prove to people that this is the way that we get people into DeFi. Um, and then I think the pool uh, thing comes later. As far as value, I think what's valuable about governance is unlike things in the traditional world, right? You work at a job, you make $40,000 a year, and essentially the person that owns the company is using you to yield farm profit, right? But in DeFi, you can participate, be involved in something. And even if you hold one token, you have a say within governance, which you typically don't have in your normal life, your job. Even if you hold stocks, having one stock doesn't always entitle you to a lot of power um, for a buy into some of these conversations. So I think it's a really valuable thing. And I think people see that over time. Um, but again, I think, you know, I've outlined in that post, everybody can read that, um, kind of my thoughts on the current state of things. But yeah, I mean, the pool token has an inherent amount of value, uh, even if, you know, the actual price of it doesn't reflect what we all think it is. Um, but it's just determining the best way forward and prioritizing what we're working on. So um, not that there's any good or bad ideas about tokenomics. I just don't think that now it's time to focus on it. Yeah, well, that, that's a good discussion. Um, let's keep cruising a little bit. So, yeah, well, for, first I want to ask, because I didn't ask this earlier, is there anything not on this agenda that people wanted to discuss? I know there's been some stuff with the Valentine's Day NFTs. I don't know if that's time to discuss this at this point, but I wanted to at least bring that up. Yeah, I like swim points too, Miko, so I'm not sleeping on it. Um, Lonser, do you want to give an update on Coordinate? That could be good. Or anyone else? I'm not sure if Ant's on the stage. I'm not sure if Ant's on the here, but, the, but one of them could give an update on the, on the Valentine's Day stuff. They're the core team. Lonser's here. Hi, can hey, you yeah, we can. I, yeah, uh, Coordinate uh, quarter, quarter 1 uh, 2022 is approved from Grant's team. Thanks for that. And yeah, I'm really excited that we start into the new year. 
and we will distribute pool tokens worth uh, $38,000 and it will adapt to the current pool price when we uh, pay it out. And yeah, when you want to know more about Coordinate, always feel free to ask in the Coordinate channel or DM me, uh, or you can use the Coordinate bot command to uh, yeah, get more infos. And yeah, <laughs> that's... I, oh, oh, and we got two new members, Max and uh, Mon. And yeah, I wrote in the sh uh, short update what they are doing in the protocol currently. Max is building a cool Telegram bot, and Mon is uh, doing a pull together a Facebook page and helping in the Philippine pull together community. Cool to have you on board, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to be showering Max in my uh, GIF. That Telegram bot is really awesome. Hey guys, I, I can give an update. It was uh, for the V-Day uh, card. I don't know if there's anyone else who wanted to talk about something else, but uh, it's in the works. It's really fun. We actually made a um, Twitter kind of social content strategy. So there's going to be tweets almost every day for 10 days. So we're really going to be bringing a lot of awareness to the campaign, a lot of awareness to pull together. Uh, Star Tree TV, myself and Tim are also working on a quick video about what is delegation. So it's for the Valentine's Day initiative, but hopefully maybe we can reuse it in the future or just to explain to other people. Um, but yeah, things are going well. Make sure you don't scoop anything or don't talk about it yet. There's a strategy in place and we're going to post it when it's ready to go. Um, but that's, that's pretty much it. So uh, hopefully next Friday we're hoping to uh, announce it. And then it will be live on February 7th, so the Monday for one week. That's it. Awesome. Very excited about that. Um, OK, so yeah, we kind of just worked through governance. Um, I highlighted, there, there's, a, there's a lot of discussions on the Gov forum, so, so hop over there. But I did highlight a couple. Um, press, uh, we have the community newsletter from this week, um, the one that was published on uh, on fr uh, Friday or sorry, Monday by TR. And then um, a new podcast by Tim, who interviewed Brave New DeFi. So I actually haven't listed that one yet, but I'm excited to. Um, Tim is, I believe, our new, our new podcast host. I don't know if Tim's here right now. Um, yeah, so that's it. And then, yeah, just a reminder. So that's pretty much the agenda for this week. So I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll stop here. If people want to bring up anything else, um, obviously we can, we can talk about Anything doesn't even need to be pooled together stuff, just random crypto stuff. Um, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll pause and see if anyone wants to pick up the discussion. Uh, yeah, just to, we just published a um, community interview with Tan Feng, which was fantastic. So you, you just literally a few minutes before the um, community call. Awesome. Thanks for updating. I'm going to post that there. That's right here. I haven't read this yet either, so I'm going to open that up on my computer. What else? Any anything else people want to bring up? Obviously, feel free to hop on stage if you want to. Maybe we should talk about the POAP. Oh, nice! We got a winner. Actually, uh, is Goose? Who is it? Yeah, Goose. Uh, Gustavo, did you win any? I know you were saving up your your, your prizes to check. Hey, oops, you joined the stage. Welcome, welcome. Hey, yeah, but it's got me on stock phone. I'm going to switch over to a different device.
Did you guys see that link about Ave launching on a bunch of test nets? Yes. Yeah, that's exciting. Very exciting because that means it's that much easier for pool together to launch on those. Uh, do we know if our V2, like Ave V2 yield source integration works with V3? I can't speak to, uh, my understanding is it, it does not, it doesn't, but I think that they are going to have an adapter that they're going to build. Um, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't know if anyone else knows to answer that question. Oh, that actually is, Tim's also asking about ETH Denver. Is anyone going to, I, I, I'm going to go to ETH Denver. Um, and if anyone else, it sounds like Tim might be going. Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be a lot of people there. This is going to be really fun. Yeah, I think it's going to be a ton of people. So we should definitely figure out like um, a place where we can all meet up at some point, just like have a drink or something. I don't think, not like, a, not like an official like party or whatever, but just something. I'm Andy, in. are you going? Possibly. Depends on lodging and timing. Well, I already I got accepted. So, uh, so yeah, just FYI, I'm going to be there like the later part. So like, um, just look at my calendar. Um, yeah, so like this, I think pro I'll probably fly in on like the 17th. So yeah, maybe we should all stay in the same spot. I definitely would recommend it for people. Um, for those of you who aren't, no, uh, three years ago, I went to ETH Denver all by myself. I, didn't, I did not know a single person in crypto. And um, that, was when, um, that was when I actually first pitched uh, Pool Together. And that's when I met uh, Brendan and Chuck, who ended up um, working on the company. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's, great. it's great. That was 2019. Yeah, 2019. But it's a Man, great so you guys, um, you guys in POAP got set up at the same ETH Denver, eh? Like that's really interesting. It must have been a that yeah. must have been a good time. Yeah, it was. And just said I'm a DeFi senior citizen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, DeFi <laughs> the word the word DeFi did not exist three years ago. That that there was there was that was you know there was Compound, Synthetics, Uniswap, and Pool together. You know, pretty shortly after were really the only DeFi protocols. And the, the term DeFi, people were like deciding what to call it. Some people were like, we should call it open finance. Some people were like, we should call it decentralized finance. There were some other ideas and DeFi ended up kind of taking off. But um, yeah, pretty interesting. Did anything else spring out of that ETH Denver event that you guys like remember? Well, some so, someone's saying Poap launched there. I do remember Poap being there. Who just said that, Andy? Who was saying it was Poap? Poap was also launched at like the hackathon of ETH Denver 2019. Okay, I didn't realize that was when it launched. No, Yam Yam Finance was not until summer of 2020. It was it was a, it was quite a long time after. Yeah, I remember Yam launching. I remember DeFi turning into a farmers market, and me having yeah, to like, explain that to my friends. That was when the yeah that was when the term yield farmer was invented was the summer yeah. of 2020. Previous to that, this idea of like yield farming was not was not a term. So I have a question. It, other than ETH Denver, because there's also mention on a previous call about uh, Miami and um, uh, Bankless, those conferences in Miami. Are there any other conferences that anyone rec would recommend? I would love to go to ETH Denver, but I'm. I might be the only person in the world that, or at least the only person on this call that's still slightly concerned about COVID. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm, I'm yeah. basically accepted that I'm going to get it. I just already got it once, so I got the antibodies. <laughs> um, but I would love to know if there's other, any other great ones that the community is planning on going to that I can plan my year around. Um, well, so, sorry, I'll answer that qu quick and then I'll, I'm just seeing Tim's asking some questions in the chat. I would recommend any of the ETH events. So ETH Denver is, it's a part of a series of events that happen around the world. ETH Denver is probably the biggest one, but there's like ETH 
Barcelona, there's like ETH Santiago, there's like ETH, uh, there's like ETH events all over the world. There's like ETH events in, in Vancouver and there are, or sorry, maybe not Vancouver, but in Canada. And they're all, um, they're all very good because they're all very builder orientated. Um, like they're, they're generally like hackathons with a conference attached rather than just, uh, just a conference. And so it attracts like people who are really into building. And so, um, yeah. Okay. So Zapper setting up ETH Montreal or wait, that's a question, but anyway, <laughs> actually we um, what it's worth could be nice, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Exper experiential marketing would be very cool. Actually, Tim, when we went to ETH Edinburgh 2020, we did have like these little like QR codes that we passed out that you could like scan on your phone and then like get uh, a like free deposit into pool together. So yeah, definitely cool stuff. But um, anyways, Short, long story short, uh, I would recommend any ETH, ETH event, ETH Global, ETH Global Hackathon event. Um, not too much. Tim was also asking about partnerships. There wasn't too much. I did actually have another meeting with um, a neo bank that's working on an integration with the protocol this week. So yes, there are is progress on that. But the partnerships, these like partnerships integrations, they're definitely going to be things that take um, take. Uh, you know, take time. <laughs> definitely going to be a bit of a slow process. So there were, there definitely has been um, progress on those things, Tim, but not uh, not milestones. Maybe is what I would say. Yeah, yeah. Lots of lots of people working on integrations. If if a couple of you guys want to come to ETH Barcelona, I might be inclined to go. Uh, I really want to go to ETH Barcelona. I want to go there as well. Yeah, that's the only one I probably can make. Uh, I believe, uh, sorry, I believe ETH Barcelona was postponed uh, for the end of the year. If I'm not wrong. Anyone? I, I think it's in July. It, it was supposed to be in the beginning of the year, and now it's in summer, I think. Ah, uh, okay. If it's in July, I actually, I think I, got, I, think I will go. I will try to go to. So th this would actually be a great thing um, for the uh, owned uh, for the owned group to talk about when we talk about when we when we chat when, when we chat on Monday. But like actually creating a list of all the events and then letting people in the community let each other know who's going where so that we can coordinate better is a pretty cool idea. Tim Tim can be the karaoke guy in all of them. Yeah, I hope we. I, it sounds like uh, it sounds like we'll have a good crew at East Denver. This will be fun. You can get a poet from me there. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Got to build that. I met Oops collection. Do you have that? I haven't seen that. Well, you guys didn't get a poet when we met it in. I got a poet, but I thought it was like, I don't think it was an I met oops one. I think it was something else. It just, it was for NFT NYC. The description says that you met me and Soggy. Um, but we don't make the artwork about us. I'll, um, but we have had four now and I'll be, we'll be going on a fifth. It's going to be awesome. And so handing out the poets is amazing, man. Like, and did it too. It's like a little superpower. You take a stack of poaps and you just run you run up to random people and you're like, "Hi, I have one of these," and they're like, "Yeah, everybody loves poaps." Like, I'm super excited to like bump into people like you guys, give you one of these, add it to your collection, that kind of stuff. It's really fun. Plus, I'll probably be wearing that Pikachu onesie unless I can find myself a better costume. So, that was my awesome. East Lisbon. Uh meetup poap that i got from poap god himself epic also hey i guess this is kind of like a little off topic but also kind of cool um like half an hour ago zapper announced its community fund which was like 
a lot of the inspiration for that came from ideas that we've done here. So shout out to us for being a, a trial ground for like super cool ideas that are now spreading. Um, What's uh, yeah. I'd love to know more about that. What's, what is it? It's basically, it's a, it's a fund managed by the community managers um, that we're going to use for all kinds of random community initiatives, basically. So the community can, it's kind of like the grant fund here. People can reach out and ask for, sponsorship for stuff primarily it's going to be events not so much like grants um and yeah we're going to be kind of like just giving the community some fuel on its fire while it has events and other activities and stuff like that um we're going to be funding coordinate circles and stuff like that and so yeah like a lot of the tricks and, and stuff that we learned here we've been able to like adapt elsewhere and i think that's really cool that is cool awesome. it's exciting Yeah, I mean, honest, also most of the most of what we tip out and stuff is going to be in the form of like Polygon USDC. So it's going to be fun to try to like tell people, well, withdraw that here. Let me teach you how to withdraw that from the bot and like drop it into V4 or something. So looking forward to that too. Yeah, they should just you should tip and like pool together USDC on Polygon. That'd be cool. I, yeah, I'd have to get Collabland to list the tickets, but we could. I guess the only um, issue though is like once people got it, they would have to they would have to activate on the website, on the website, because if you transfer yeah. the tokens, yeah, yeah. So we would have to make sure everyone withdraws, and then while I had stuff in the wallet, it would be theoretically like winning prizes I couldn't access and stuff like that. So um, yeah, as it stands, we'd be basically tipping out raw like Polygon USDC and like teaching them how to withdraw and deposit. But the hope, a large part of this is going to be educational, and the hope is that I can basically onboard people. At, zero risk to themselves by basically saying oh you're new like here here's a couple dollars here's a small amount of matic withdraw it to a wallet that you create i'll walk you out through how to make a wallet and then after that we'll teach you how to like zap into an lp or deposit into v4 or something fancy and then like awesome. yeah it's gonna be fun i'm really excited it's really nice to integrate all these things like We'll have pool together involved. We'll have like we'll have POAPs involved. We'll have like, the grant funding involved and all that concept that we've learned there. And it's just yeah, it's sweet. So shout out to us. I see now Wells here. Are we going to be learning about? What's the game plan for that? The what? thing, the thing. Do we say the words? <laughs> Is this a moment for what? <laughs> yeah, by the way. My collection is getting crazy. Like, I'm really proud of I'm really proud of our pool together POAP collection. Like, the more I open my wallet, yeah, it's amazing. Like, we have a, we have a lot. Like, and it's like, although I have a lot of POAPs in total, like, still, like, the pool together collection dominates my my collection. It makes up like at least a third of it. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it every week, basically. It's a little piece of art by you um, that we get weekly. It's still one of the best things about the core. I do enjoy making them. It's fun. It's getting harder and harder to come up with what I'm making. But <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I love it. All those little hats. You're <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> The picking the hat is actually the hardest part. There's fewer hats than there are animals. <laughs> what was, the, what was the, the inspiration for this one? Um, well, two days, three days. Well, oh, wow, dates. I can't tell time. Um, Tuesday is Chinese New Year. Ah, nice. So I got one leading up to the Chinese New Year. That's...
Um, wait, so what, what about today's pull-up? <laughs> it's I think it's coming. I think we're using DJ. Oh, okay. Um, it'll be one of those, like you press claim, you type claim or send the bot. GM. I mean, I, I hate to be a pull-up farmer, but I am. No, no, there's not, a, there's a, like, actually we talked about this on the POAP call today. Um, there's a huge difference between like farming and collecting. Like when collecting, if you like POAPs and you want to get a POAP and you are actually listening and stuff like, Hey man, all the power to you. Like if you want to join events solely to get a POAP, but then you, listen and eventually learn something while you're trying to farm like sick i guess that's actually a good thing um the like but you'd be like there was 300 people on the poap call that were ineligible to claim their poap for some reason whether they were like like purposely not paying attention like you can tell if someone's like turned off the volume entirely and stuff like that well you're not actually participating or like stuff like that so yeah it's just strange like those people who are genuinely just trying to farm and like they're not actually even like paying attention in the slightest or they don't even know what you're saying i get a ton of people who like message me after the call asking for a po app and i'll ask them like you know what's one thing we talked about on the call just one and like i even i even have the recording up so that if they really wanted to cheat they could just go listen to like 10 seconds of that but they'll they'll still just be like i don't know i i don't speak that good enough English to be able to tell you one thing that you talked about in the two hour period. It's like, oh, wow. <laughs> but it's, it's a reality. Actually. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah. It's a, you just accommodate for those people. It's unfortunate though, that it makes it harder to do good things for them after, because like, it would be fun to like do a raffle for people who have POAPs or something like that. Like I'd love to like delegate one week to a, delegate some treasury fund, like winnings to, a random POAP holder. That would be hilarious. Like, oh, you attended a community call one day, like five yeah. months ago, boom, have like have five thousand dollar chance to win for a day or something. Like it would just be hilarious. Um it's hard to do I that see. when you know that like a bunch of the a bunch of them were farmed, but like also at the same time, like those farmers are super consistent. Like you guys are running